Week six is in the books. We're starting week seven off with the waiver wire frenzy, who to pick up, who to replace for your injured studs, and who to pick up to be one step ahead of your league mates. I'm Bombo, and I'm going to be taking you through the waiver wires for week seven. Before we get into it, like we always say, like, follow, subscribe to the Fantasy Island podcast. That's Fantasy Island with two Y's. Love to hear feedback. Love to be able to put out the best fantasy football content for the listeners. Just three guys giving you the facts, letting you know what to do so that your team is ahead at the end of the year. So we will jump right into our week seven waiver wire pickups. And we got some familiar names here. We got some names that shouldn't be on here. And we got a name that I can throw out there. Going to let you know this might be your last time to pick him up. So let's get right into it. At the receiver position, we got Kendrick Bourne, wide receiver for the Pats. He's coming off of 11 targets, 10 catches for just shy of 90 yards this past week against the Raiders. And I know typically you want to stay away from a really bad offense that's not putting up any points, but a number one wide receiver in a receiver-dominated fantasy football league is always something you should scoop off the wire. Kendrick Bourne is the de facto number one. If they're still sticking with Mac Jones in New England, he's getting that many targets. Eventually, some of them are going to hit. The New England Patriots are constantly playing from behind. I know that they put up a few duds in this early season with some goose eggs, but if you have faith in what a number one wide receiver can do that's getting 11 targets, pick up Kendrick Bourne. Not somebody that you want to start right away, but it is a depth piece. And if he does go off, he is a piece that you can add on to sweeten the deal, especially if you have somebody that's a Pats fan or somebody that probably tried to pick him up off the waiver wire, but didn't get it because you have priority waiver. So just check out your waiver wire reports in whatever league you're in to see if somebody tried to get that same guy, you can use him later on for a deal. At the receiver position, Rasheed Rice from Kansas City. I know, I know he's probably owned in your league or in a league that you play in, but what we're doing here at Fantasy Island is giving you all the guys with less than 50% ownership in leagues that we play in. Rasheed Rice is, I would say right now, the de facto number one wide receiver in KC. Yeah, we know it's Travis Kelsey's show. Lately, it's been the Isaiah Pacheco show as well. You got to face the facts when it comes to KC. They do wide receiver by committee. But let's go with the eye test. Rasheed Rice is the quicker, more polished route runner and most explosive receiver so far that we've seen for KC. He averages just under 10 points per game fantasy-wise, and he's trending up. You want to follow that trend when it comes to an offense that puts as many points on the board as KC. Now, I know KC has not been the dominant juggernaut that they've been before, but that's because they probably haven't found who their go-to guys are yet. Yeah, MVS is out there taking up a roster spot. Kelsey is Kelsey. He'll always get the ball. Outside of that, it's really a question mark on who's going to be the guy that's catching passes from Patrick Mahomes. I think Rasheed Rice has the draft pedigree of the organization. And it looks like he's getting more snaps when at the beginning of the year, Casey went out and said they were just going to use him in packages. So look for Rasheed Rice to have his targets increase, his snaps increase, and overall his production will increase because with the right amount of targets, I see Rasheed Rice possibly having a blow-up game pretty soon. You want to get on him quicker. You want to make sure that he's on your roster when he does. At the running back position, you knew week six was going to have injuries, just like we've had all year. We're going to go with the two biggest names that play for the same team. 
as the biggest running back went down this past. His backups, Jordan Mason and Eli Mitchell. I know that there's a lot of talk on which one you should pick up. Eli Mitchell has been there longer. He, of course, was CMC's understudy on this team until he picked up an injury in practice a few weeks back. Jordan Mason came in, and he's looked good in relief and to give CMC a little bit of a breather. In fact, when CMC went out this past week, Jordan Mason came in, scored a touchdown. We didn't see too much of Elijah Mitchell. Right now, if you were to ask me, both of them should be rostered just because it's a high-powered offense. CMC does have that injury history, and you know that they're not going to go away from running the ball. But if you had to rank which one you would take first, I got to stick with Old Reliable. So that's Eli Mitchell, Jordan Mason second. Put in a claim for both of them if you can. But I just think with Elijah Mitchell, the coaching staff trusts him more. He's been there. He's been in the offense. And if you know anything about Shanahan and this 49ers organization, they trust their guys. They go with their guys. The reason why you know who Raheem Mostert is and Jeff Wilson Jr. are, these guys weren't drafted by the Dolphins. These guys are 49ers guys from the 49ers system, and they were getting run before guys that were making more money than them on the team all the time. Same thing with Elijah Mitchell. He is not a high draft pick. In fact, he took Trey Sermon's job in a matter of weeks, a couple years back. And ever since then, he has been in the good graces of this organization. I would go with Eliza Mitchell because I don't think that he lost his job by getting injured, by giving all he can for the team. Jordan Mason has shown explosiveness. He's a one cut and run runner, perfect zone scheme runner. Uh, just right now, I, I'd say you, you got to take a toss up. I'd go with Eliza Mitchell. Jordan Mason isn't a bad consolation if you can't get Eliza Mitchell. Either way, these guys should be rostered as the backup to CMC in a high-powered offense. For the LA Rams, we saw Kyron Mitchell and his backup, Ronnie Rivers, go down this past week. Next man up, Zach Evans, running back for the Rams. I don't know if this should be a priority waiver pickup because I don't think the Rams are going to give this guy workhorse carries, especially after losing two running backs in one game. Rams are definitely in the mix as one of the top teams in the NFC. At 3-3 three and three still, they're still a top team because of their offense. They might deploy a committee. Zach Evans is probably not going to get 18 to 20 carries a game, but he is the next man up. Keep in mind, Rams are probably going to be bringing in more bodies. They're not down to go into week seven with one running back on the roster. So keep an eye on that. When it comes to just overall where you should rank them with priority waiver, you may want to let your league mates go after this guy. Just because if you're a Kyron Williams owner, I don't, I'm not sure that Zach Evans is the handcuff to own. It was probably Ronnie Rivers, but it looks like Ronnie Rivers is going to be out for a while uh, with a knee injury. But Zach Evans is a body and he should be rostered as long as Kyron Williams is out. Zach Evans running back Rams. Staying at the running back position, Kareem Hunt still has low usage. I understand people are not hip to these retreads. Came back to the Browns on a prove-it deal right off the couch. Well, to start week six against the 49ers, Kareem Hunt was the starting running back. He took the first three carries for the Browns. While the Browns were not starting Deshaun Watson, they went with P.J. Walker. So they trusted Kareem Hunt in there to not get P.J. Walker killed by that San Francisco 49ers pass rush. And he caught some passes. And he had a touchdown. Kareem Hunt may be the 1B back to Jerome Ford's 1A. And if we know anything in this league, you can anything could happen between Monday and Sunday, and a man could get his job taken. Kareem Hunt 
has the ability to take Jerome Ford's job. I'm not saying that the Browns are looking to transition away from Ford. I just have it in my gut. They're not married to either one of these guys. They are a Nick Chubb team. Now, of course, they let go of Kareem Hunt in the offseason and stuck with Ford, but they brought Kareem Hunt back on a pretty lucrative deal for a guy sitting on the couch. They immediately came out of their bye and had him in the game starting. That's a starting running back. I know that they split carries. Jerome Ford got his carries. Kareem Hunt was in there a little bit. In this backfield, Jerome Ford is going to get his carries. Kareem Hunt's going to get his carries. And it's just who, who makes the most out of their snaps. I think Kareem Hunt is the better pass catcher. And from what we saw this past week, Kareem Hunt has a little bit of burst left. If Kareem Hunt can get back into a better version of himself and more game shape and get more snaps, he has the potential to take this backfield over. And if not a full takeover as a workhorse, because I don't think that the Browns are going to give anyone Nick Chubb workload, he has the potential to be the running back that gets the most fantasy-friendly touches. Those are screen passes, anything that gets him, you know, one-on-one with a linebacker so he can do his thing. And of course, goal line looks. Take a look at Kareem Hunt. If he's available on your waiver wire, that's probably the guy I would prioritize the most. And at the tight end position, I'm going to bring up another name. Officially, Fantasy Island is letting you know this is your last chance to get him. Ownership is way too low. A week ago, I let you guys know. Follow the usage. Look at what's going on. And the Raiders started deploying Michael Mayer. A couple weeks back, he got a couple catches. He got three targets. He made the most out of them. Most of all, he went from zero to being involved in the offense. At that point, I let you guys know, keep an eye on this guy. Pick him up if possible. It's only going to get better from here because at, at this point, the Raiders are putting up hardly any points on the board, but they're not losing games. They're three and three. So they're got to see what works. And what worked this past week was Michael Mayer going off for five catches on 75 yards and six targets. It's 12.5 fantasy points in a PPR league which is pretty good for a tight end. He's getting involved in this offense. Not only that, he looks the part and he's making the most of it. This team needs more weapons. They, it's got to be a quarterback-friendly offense, whether that be Jimmy Garoppolo, Hoyer, or Aiden O'Connell, because right now they have, a, they have three game managers as their quarterback. These game managers need to be able to get the ball to guys who can do more after the catch. Michael Mayer is that tight end. Pick him up before your league mates. We told you last week, don't be late. It's better to be early than late. This is the guy you want to pick up. He has the potential to be a top 10 tight end the rest of the way playing on this offense. I got some bonus names for you to keep an eye on as of right now when we're recording this. These are some guys that recently just found their way back into fantasy relevancy and some names that are going to bring back some memories. Julio Jones just signed with the Eagles. Daryl Henderson just signed with the Rams practice squad and James Robinson has recently signed with the Green Bay Packers. Take a look, do your research, see exactly where these guys might fit. Follow the practices this week just to see where these guys slot in. If Daryl Henderson somehow gets moved from the practice squad onto the 53-man roster before Sunday's game day, there's a good chance Daryl Henderson is going to get run. That's just how it is. He knows the playbook. He's familiar with this team. He does have that Super Bowl ring with the Rams. Julio Jones, if you still trust in Julio Jones' gifts as a wide receiver, 
You know, he doesn't need to do anything except for go out there and get open. I still believe at this point in his career, Julio Jones can go out there and get open against the third or fourth best corner playing against the Eagles. Julio Jones makes the Eagles crazy stacked at the wide receiver position. I think he probably has an incentive-based contract. So Julio Jones getting into the end zone is probably going to be a thing that we see sooner than later. And James Robinson. James Robinson was brought in to Green Bay to solidify that power running game. A.J. Dillon got it done a couple of weeks ago before the bye against the Raiders. But prior to that, A.J. Dillon was running with his feet in concrete. He didn't look the part. James Robinson was probably brought in to push him a little bit more. I don't think James Robinson was brought in because Aaron Jones is having a setback on his injuries. Otherwise, they would have brought somebody in that has the same skill set as Aaron Jones. So do yourself a favor and look at the team's depth chart. Just Google your te favorite team's depth chart. Just take a look at it at the end of the week. If James Robinson has leapfrogged any familiar names, A.J. Dillon, uh, that's probably the guy you want to go to as the handcuff to Aaron Jones. Check Aaron Jones' practice participation to see how that goes. But as of right now, looks like we have Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, James Robinson as your running backs in Green Bay. Just something to keep an eye on just in case of injuries or just in case one of those guys blows up. Here on Fantasy Island, we will do our best to keep you updated with any and all fantasy news that can help your team, that can help you get that championship, that can help you get those bragging rights. So like we said, like, follow, subscribe. We're going to do all we can to make sure that you are entertained with fantasy as you're a castaway on the island with us. On behalf of King and Sweet Tea, I'm Bombo. See you next time.